Taking your photo booth business from dream to riches is no easy task. We'll be talking to the pros in the biz who share their secrets to success. Welcome to How to Photo Booth. Say cheese and make dough. Now, here's your host, Jack Hartsman. All right, Deanna, here we go. We are going to tell the world why we're doing this. Welcome to How to Photo Booth. Say cheese and make dough, and I'm going to give you all the credit. You came up with the title of this podcast. Thanks for that. You're very welcome for that. You found a way for us to communicate the ways, the ins, the outs of how we're going to tell people, discuss with people, and share with people the photo booth industry, the good, the bad, and the ugly. That it is. So what is your role in our company? What exactly do you do? So the people understand that you're not just my daughter and I'm sticking you in front of a microphone. I mean, what don't I do? But really, I do everything from speaking with clients to actually creating the graphics for every event, for every photo booth, deciding with clients what backdrop is the right one for their event, and then, you know, actually scheduling our staff and executing the event itself. I'm my own one-stop shop, if I do say so myself. (laughs) Uh, For those of you who know the family dynamics, neither of us have any issues talking about the fact that we do do a lot of things and we wear it on our sleeve as well. So sticking with the cause here, whether you're a photo booth owner or operator, you know that we understand the trials and tribulations of what you're going through every weekend. And what we're going to try to do for you here in this podcast on a weekly basis is we're actually going to recap and recount our weekends in the amount of work that we do and show you that we're going through the same issues that you're going through. Currently, there is something that we're all about to be dealing with as we come out of the COVID, uh, the COVID sleep, and that is the DNP is backordered on 4 by 6 and 8 by 10 paper, seemingly to the middle or end of September. And if you guys know the photo industry the way that I do, that probably means middle or end of October and how we're going to deal with that. So Deanna, what comes to your mind when you hear the fact that we're not going to have material for the 620s and the 820s? Well, it gives me a little bit of anxiety, to be fair. But as we've done for the past year and a half, everything we know, we just learned to pivot. And you know, we'll take out all the other printers that we have because we have them all. And I know that smaller companies don't have that ability as we do as easily. But we are fortunate enough to have the ability to have, you know, DS40s, RX1s. We do have those other things. But also, if it comes to it, really encouraging clients to see the opportunity in having a digitals only. And yes, maybe that means taking a little discounted price. But for some parties, it's the right move, and maybe it'll be beneficial for us in this drought. So I want to give a shameless shout out to my buddy Bob Atkinson at ABS Imaging, where we get probably 99% of our supplies and our printers, who just informed me this week that DNP is offering an incredible deal on DS40 printers refurbished for $169 while supplies last with a one-year warranty. Bob supplies me with all of our paper and materials, and he is standing by to help you out as well. You can see him at, again, www.absimaging.com. He has also a plethora of information on Mitsubishi printers and just about anything in the dye sublimation world, and an all-around good guy on top of that, and a singer of an 80, in an 80s band, so you got to give him all of his props for that. Back to our show. So 
As Deanna mentioned, yes, we, we do separate our company from photo booths and photo stations, and, and we run our photo stations with DS40s just so we can keep track of accounting better and our photo booths with 620s. But this is very alarming on how we're going to handle things, and I think it's just going to be one more of the trials and tribulations we go through this fall. Not to say that not having enough employees isn't one way right out of the gate that we're going to be dealing with that issue. And the employees that we do have, making sure that they're either vaccinated or masked because this is definitely becoming an issue with some of our clients that don't want unvaccinated people or won't allow unvaccinated people. Deanna, you're a little bit younger than I am, which is the way father and daughter relationships usually work. Thanks for that. How do you see it as somebody in their late 20s? How do you see that get the shot or don't come to my party kind of situation? Where does that put you since you're managing a lot of people that are your own contemporaries? How does that play for you? You know, I was at a vendor mixer last night for an event for this weekend, and I had this same conversation with a lot of other vendors talking about, you know, I believe that you have the right to put whatever you want into your body, into your body. And if you don't want to get the vaccination, that's on you. But I also recognize that we have to cater to our clients' needs and we have to, you know, go along with that. And if they don't want unvaccinated people at their party, we have to go along with that. And it makes it a little tougher on our staffing. You know, we're already in a shortage of staff and moving towards it's I don't know about, it's just not, it's a hard question to ask, you know, are you vaccinated? Because if not, we're not going to hire you because we want to hire you still. You know, granted, you're qualified for the job, but we don't want, you know, this shot to be a disqualifier. However, at some point it is. And there are some things that even if you are the most qualified person, sometimes we just won't be able to utilize you to your fullest capability. Or even, you know, send out the amount of work that we want to because we just don't have the volume of staff, which is hard. So coming out of the, uh, the COVID quiet time, what have you noticed has been one of the most challenging things to do since, let's just say, Mother's Day weekend when we started doing work again? What are you noticing as a challenge is getting our machinery ready, getting our cars ready from a tech side of things? something you weren't doing a lot of two years ago, right? but because of our shortness on staff, you and I have been the tech team behind the scenes. What, what are the challenges from your perspective that we've been running into? Just as our bodies are not used to these long days anymore, when you went out on your first real wedding shoot again since COVID, you came home and I think you slept for 12 hours. It's we're not used to this anymore, even though we used to do this in our sleep, pun intended. I mean, it's our bodies aren't used to it. And also our tech isn't used to it anymore. I'll be halfway through a party and the printer is like, give me a break. I need it. I'm tired. And it's hard because, you know, we're in the middle of a party. We need the printer to work. But then on top of that, every vendor is in the exact same position as we are. And we're all rusty and remembering how to do the jobs that we love again. And it's, it's hard being so out of practice. And, you know, both us and the vendors were forgetting to ask the important questions sometimes. And then, you know, for the next event, we have to make note, oh, yeah, we have to ask that question again. And it's hard getting back into that rhythm. But I think slowly but surely we are. And, you know, remembering how to do really what we love 
but doing it right because we're all so out of practice. I remember when we first got together, when we had a few jobs on one single weekend that we got together and we were just making sure that our Google Drive was still connected to the computers. And I was seriously forgetting passwords that I made that are supposed to be the so the simplest things that come fresh to your mind. Yeah. Because we're used to using those passwords 10 times a week and having not used those passwords for a year, it seems really silly. But uh, those were the simpletons. Also, when the computers, when the systems are not being used every single week, all of a sudden, those Microsoft updates that come every Tuesday, all of a sudden, they become super important. And they it's, take twice as long. Exactly, exactly. So, hey, listen, to the listening audience, we have a big operation. We own and maintain more than 20 photo booths and almost a dozen different types of green screen photo stations. We designate the difference between booth and station as a manned photographer versus a box that takes a picture. Our staff are still dynamic. Our staff does them all. But on our photo stations, we have a professional photographer taking the pictures. And so the trials and tribulations that we go through on the tech side of things and how we transmit wireless data and touchscreen monitors that may not be attached to the photo booth or to the photo station, we're dealing with it all. And we, we are excited to share this with you. And we encourage you to join the conversation and talk to us. Share your feedback with us, Jack, at howtophotobooth.com. And if you want to check in on our other podcast that we also run and operate, is the Visual Wow podcast. You can catch on visualwow.com. That is geared towards photography and the events community on a broader scale. On the Photo Booth podcast here, we are working on the actual niche of photo booths themselves and everything that goes along with that. So Deanna, coming back to customers and their expectations. Oh my. Exactly. Here we came out of almost 14 or 15 months of doing what? I think we did three jobs in, in 13 or 14 months. Something like that. Versus a company that's used to doing 10 to 20 jobs every week. Yeah. And client expectations. I'm not trying to say anything bad about our clients. We're happy to have the work again. We're happy mm -hmm. to be making some money. But they think that we're the same company we were two years ago. And we're not. And that we're prepared to do 10 jobs a weekend yeah. on our first weekend back. Mm -hmm. It's been a roller coaster. And I mean, I know we just started really picking back up, you know, mid-April. But... And we love our clients. This is nothing against the clients that we have and know and care about. But, you know, we're all coming out of this long hiatus and we can do less and they're expecting more. And on shorter notice, people are booking events, you know, one, two weeks out. And it's really difficult to, you know, not only gather my staff or pull together everything, but they're expecting so much because we all miss that human interaction of an event. And so we want these parties that we are now planning to be so much bigger and better. And the vendors are just struggling to be able to do it. But, you know, we're trying. We want to do it. I mean, I know that an event came onto our schedule for, I think, mid-September. And they're looking for like three photo booths and a photographer at one event. And you know, you and I are sitting here going, how are we going to do this? And we know we can do it. You know, before COVID, we could do that in our sleep. But now it's terrifying. Yeah, it, it's hard to do this from what the volume that we're used to doing when we had so many people to call on. Just to give the uh, listening audience an understanding of our company structure, we had four or five full-time people in our photographic department and about 40 weekend warriors that we could call on 
literally on a dime's notice. Did I say that right? That's not a right metaphor. On a moment's notice. Yeah, but I mean, now it's pretty much the two of us plus, you know, one or three key staff members. it's, It's really a different game out there. And I'm sure you're all dealing with the same kind of thing. We should talk about what has kind of what it took for us to jumpstart our gig, if you will, as business came back mm-hmm. and what you're dealing with with client expectations that yeah. they think that we can just come back. And let's take that down to the a little bit more granule down to like how they're talking to you about just picking backgrounds or making graphics. Mm-hmm. That they've been sitting around for a year not doing anything and they think that we've been sitting around just waiting for them to call right. us. You know, I'll give you one example. About a month and a half ago, we had a wedding that was booked before COVID so and had been rescheduled. Oh, that's exactly the story I wanted you to tell yeah. about the wood background. Yeah. That's exactly what oh, it was. Oh, no, was, that's not the one I was going to tell. Oh, let's go there because that's okay. really, that is the epitome of what's happened with an event that was booked four months in advance that took a year and a half to get to fruition. Yeah. So this wedding was booked pre-COVID and then was rescheduled in November of COVID. And then they toned down that rescheduled party. And then, you know, finally the event happened last weekend. And when we had originally spoken to the client, they wanted us to order a custom background because they had this one look in their mind. So we ordered a really beautiful wood-looking paneled wall. And we made them, you know, obviously the custom graphic that we make for every event and everything was good, great, and dandy. And then, you know, the event obviously gets rescheduled and the client reaches out and was like, hey, you know, I was wondering if we could switch backgrounds. And I was like, um, I mean, we did order this custom background for you. And she was like, oh, yeah. Can you send me a picture of what that looks like? So I sent her a picture of it and she goes, oh, my gosh, I love it. And in my head, I'm thinking, well, yeah, you're the one who liked it when I bought it for you. And then I sent her the graphic and she was like, oh, my gosh, I love it. And I'm so happy that she still likes the things that she originally picked. So then I was the photo booth operator for that wedding. And I went out to the event and we get there and it's a venue that I had never been to. And I get to the location and where they want me to set up the photo booth. And I'm like, wait a second. She made me buy this custom wood-looking background, and I look at where I am, inside of a barn, covered with wood walls, and I put up a wood background in front of a wood wall, and all night, guests were stumbling over it because they thought it was part of the wall. And it's just, it's the funny things that they want the look of it, and they're forgetting all the details that, oh yeah, we're already in a wood barn. It's the perception versus reality scenario. I think it's, I remember because I had to log on with, uh, we use TeamViewer to do our remote access. And I remember when you were showing me the fact that the the difference between the backdrop and the actual wall was only that one was on a pillowcase and the other one wasn't. One's a little bit darker, but otherwise they're the same. Yeah, it's uh, it's, uh, it's just the crazy things that we're dealing with right now. So let's just break away for a moment from our everyday jobs and let's talk about what's coming down the pike next week. We are providing the photographic and the video services for the Cater Source TSC conference in Miami Beach, July 19 through 22. And that's really bringing all of the worlds of our company together, photography, video, and the photo booth world. And mm-hmm. I just found out that our friends at Curator Software are going to be supplying us with, I just got that confirmation last night that they're going to be supplying us with a photo booth and working with our digital partner, Spot My Photos, 
which if you don't know about Spot My Photos, it is an absolutely cool-ass product that is going to really change the way we deliver photographs. doesn't matter if you're on the professional side or the novelty side, the way we deliver photographs to our end-user clients. So how have you been tapped in talking with our client, Ryan? How do Ryan Jacobs, by the way, great guy from SpotMyPhotos.com. If you get a chance to ever speak to him, let him know that you heard about us. Oh, you heard about Spot My Photos on the How to Photo Booth podcast. Back to our regular scheduled program. So, Ryan, this is us continuing to invite you into the family. Welcome back to the family, Ryan. <laughs> and we'll see you on Sunday in Miami Beach. So let's just talk about what are the challenges that we are dealing with in showing off a photo booth in the middle of a special events conference? Well, I mean, first of all, we're coming into our first real conference slash trade show since COVID. And I think- Everybody, everybody face-to-face. And the entire events industry, and I'm going to speak for myself on behalf of the entire, all of the attendees, even though don't know most of them, but I know we're all so excited, but so anxious. I have looked through the session list, and I know that there are so many sessions that are literally just going to be about how to jumpstart your business to get back in there. But having a photo booth at our island, I think will be a really cool way to integrate everything that we do. We do use curator software for one of our iPad booths, and it's a great software. So shout out to curator for that. And I think it'll be a cool way to integrate different partners. You know, we met both Spot My Photos and Curator at the PBX conference in February 2020, right before COVID. Yeah, and, and not to get away from that, but that's where the ownership side of the things and the employee side of things, where we laid out $20,000 in new photo booths in February of 2020. And, and I just got excited about goodies. Right. You got, the, you got to enjoy the candy and I had to pay for the candy. And that candy <laughs> didn't show up into the warehouse until April when the whole world had shut down already. Right. So, I mean, it'll be cool to, you know, partner these two companies that, that we're really excited about. And I think it'll be fun to really show the events industry. You know, obviously the events industry has so many facets to it, but really show them that photo booths are more than just a little novelty and that they can be really amazing and high class products. And, you know, show them how far you can take a photo booth and how much entertainment it really can provide at any type of event, really any type. I think it'll be a fun, almost escape at this event, a fun way for all of the attendees to really just have a fun time. So I appreciate the fact this is our first time together sitting and doing a podcast like this. This is the beginning of the How to Photo Booth podcast legacy. And we need to stop right now because I'm about to invite my first guest onto the How to Photo Booth podcast, Barry Cohen from Photomaster LTD. If you've got a mirror booth, a magic mirror, any of the mirror booths that hail from Israel, these are the people, Barry and Boaz and their company are absolutely dynamic inventors of great products. And Barry Cohen is going to be our first guest on the show. I'm going to go record that in just a few minutes. And to the rest of you, thanks so much for tuning in. Deanna, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me at our own house. There you go. And even Moko and Bailey got to chime in and join us as well. So uh, we'll see you next time, everybody. You can check us out on howtophotobooth.com. You can follow us on Instagram. And I think I'm going to throw this out at Deanna because she handles the social media. Oh, gosh. Maybe when we talk about stories like the background, the barn background, maybe we can <laughs> drop that onto the Facebook page or the Instagram page 
and we can show people little ditties that we'll be oh, talking about. Oh, I hope about. you all enjoy that. It was quite a hoot. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining in. Thanks for listening to How to Photo Booth. Get our top five tips for photo booth success on our website, howtophotobooth.com. Leave us a five-star review and subscribe. For more info about the show, email jack at howtophotobooth.com.